Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A third of almost the 300,000 U.S. women and girls who were reported missing in 2020 were black. That's according to the National Crime Information Center. And on my podcast, I try to shed light on as many cases of missing black girls and women as I can. Because missing black girls and women are so often forgotten about and ignored, but not over here. In today's episode, I'm covering two more cases of missing black women. In the first case, I'm talking about Emily Benjamin, a black woman who disappeared from Sterling, Virginia in September 2022 and has still not been found. In the second case, I'll tell you about Daphne Hope, a black woman who disappeared from Aurora, Colorado back in 2001, but whose case has been forgotten for over a decade. There are still no answers to where she could have gone or what could have happened to her. I'm Nisa. Welcome to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. These are the mysterious cases of missing persons, Emily Benjamin and Daphne Hope. So let's start with Emily's case. Emily Victoria Benjamin was just 34 years old when she vanished. She was last seen on September 1st, 2022, leaving her mother's house in the town of Culpeper, Virginia. Around 2 a.m. Friday, September 2nd, 2022, the Culpeper Police Department conducted a welfare check on Emily in Falls Church, Virginia. Now, it's unclear who asked for this welfare check or why they believed the welfare check was necessary, but police were able to get in contact with Emily and speak with her. During the conversation, Emily reportedly told police that she was fine, she was safe, and that she was out of town on a road trip. She also told them that she would be returning home in about two weeks. However, she did not say if she was alone on this road trip or if she was taking the road trip with other people. But ever since that welfare check, Emily has not returned home, and she has not been seen or heard from since. 20 days after the welfare check, on September 20th, Emily's vehicle was located in front of an AutoZone store in Sterling, which is a city located just outside of Washington, D.C. It's about 10 miles from Falls Church, Virginia, which is where Emily's welfare check was conducted, to Washington, D.C. It is unclear if Emily's car, a white 2021 Toyota Corolla, was abandoned or if Emily was having issues with her car and left it there because it wasn't operating. It's also unclear if investigators determined Emily took that road trip using her car, 
or maybe rented a car. But her family has said they don't know how Emily would travel without her car. So if Emily did decide to travel and let's say start a new life, it seems her family believes that she wouldn't do so without her car. Despite this, investigators don't believe that there is foul play involved in her disappearance at this point. Emily's family has taken to social media to spread awareness about her case. They have posted multiple flyers on social media requesting any information about her disappearance with the hashtag HelpBringEmilyBenjaminHome. As of now, any information regarding the status of Emily's disappearance is not known, and no theories have been suggested regarding how or why Emily may have disappeared. If there was no foul play suspected, I'm curious as to the reason why police think that. I'm also curious if they searched Emily's car and found anything important or anything that hints at where she disappeared to. There's not much information out there, like if they checked cell phone data or talked with any of her friends or acquaintances, and if any of these avenues led them to the whereabouts of Emily. So unfortunately, that's all the information I can give you. When she disappeared, Emily was 5 feet and 4 inches tall and weighed 220 pounds. She has brown hair, brown eyes, and occasionally wears black frame eyeglasses. Emily also has a birthmark on her left leg. Anyone with information about this case is urged to contact the Culpeper Police Department at 540-727-7900 or their local authorities. The agency case number is 2209-0163. Please share Emily's case. Her family is seeking answers and the public's help in finding Emily and bringing her home. The second case I have for you today is about Daphne Hope. Daphne Renette, or possibly it may be pronounced Renee, Hope was last seen in Aurora, Colorado on August 2, 2001. But she was reported missing in Denver, Colorado on August 16, 2001. The distance from Aurora to Denver is about 10 miles. It's not entirely clear why it took so long for her to be reported missing to the police, though. Daphne lived with her boyfriend, named Gary Lynn Sterling, in the 2000 block of Fulton Street at the time. However, Daphne's boyfriend denied any knowledge of what happened to her. A search warrant was executed on their home soon after she was reported missing, but it turned up no evidence or leads regarding Daphne's potential whereabouts. Unfortunately, just like Emily and many other Black women's missing persons cases, there's not a lot of information out there. Few details are available in Daphne's case, but it doesn't mean that Daphne's case shouldn't receive the same attention as the other cases I cover. Daphne is considered to be in danger due to her involvement with drugs and sex work. Reportedly, Daphne has a history of substance abuse issues. This means her case was classified as endangered missing. Daphne was initially reported missing to the Denver Police Department, but unfortunately, it would take seven years for the Denver Police Department to revisit the case and determine that it should have been handled by the Aurora Police Department. It's not clear what led to this mix-up because it hasn't been shared publicly, but it does raise questions and concerns about the investigation efforts from the beginning. Sadly, Black women who come from dangerous lifestyles, like women who participate in sex work or drug use, often find their cases dismissed by investigators. I am not alleging that this is the case here, but there hasn't been an update on Daphne's case in decades, and I find that problematic and disconcerting. I worry her case is on its way to being forgotten and dismissed just because she may have been a sex worker and struggled with substance abuse issues. Throughout the course of the investigation, reference DNA samples 
have only been secured from one family member. It's not been made clear if the DNA has been tested against any bodies that have been found that match Daphne's description throughout the years. At this point, Aurora, Colorado police are investigating Daphne's case, but we haven't received any public updates about where the case stands today. Daphne Hope was 36 years old when she disappeared and would be 58 years old now. She is an African-American female that was 5'3 and 150 pounds at the time of her disappearance. When she went missing, she had black hair and she has brown eyes. Daphne also has a scar on her right arm and her ears are pierced. Some agencies also give her middle name as Renee. Anyone with information regarding this case is asked to please contact the Aurora Police Department at 303-627-3100. The agency case number is 2008-49456. Given that Daphne has a history of engaging in a dangerous lifestyle, it's even more likely that she could have been met with foul play. It's also possible that she could have died from other causes and just hasn't been found yet. Either way, I'm sure her family would like answers and help with bringing her home. So please share Daphne's story. Her case needs to be reignited. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 